0: I don't think Chris Rock saw it coming. He did not know that Will Smith was going to take a crack at him.
1: His calling this protecting his family is outrageous. It's outrageous because he had the opportunity to literally step up and say, Chris, you should be ashamed of yourself for making fun of my wife and her health condition. You've got a dead body, Inspector. I may be able to help with that. This winter, all your favourite detectives are streaming on BritBox. Don't miss exclusive new seasons of Death in Paradise.
0: There must be something we would
1: missed. Vera. It wasn't an accident, was it love? Father Brown. What did he look like? And more. Once you start investigating, you won't want to stop. We're done when
0: I say we're done. Stream your favourite detectives only on BritBox. Start a
1: free trial at BritBox.com. Hello, and welcome to Best Case, Worst Case. This is Jim Clemente, retired FBI profiler, former New York City prosecutor and writer-producer of CBS's Criminal Minds. With me today is...
0: Hi, everybody. It's Francie Hakes, former state and federal prosecutor and senior producer on Fox's America's Most Wanted. Jim, we're not together. We haven't been together in, well, Well, I think since our great trip across the country, right?
1: We're on the same continent.
0: Well, that, that, well that, that can't be argued. Opposite ends
1: of the same continent, which I uh, start I to, to think every time I try to buy comfortable a plane for me,
0: I try Why? to get a plane reservation. It says something about Clementi Vito. I don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have to have a redress <laughs> number or you won't get through. Again. Sorry.
0: <laughs> anyway, Jim, we were talking a few minutes ago to our Patreon subscribers about hair and makeup because I'm a huge hair and makeup person and I love watching the red carpet of the Academy Awards more than any other award show and really more than anything. I'm all about the glitz and glam. I've been watching those red carpets in Hollywood since I was a little girl. It's very thrilling to me that I'm in the business now. My goal in life, yes, I know everyone, it's going to sound crazy. My goal in life is to buy a gown and shoes and jewels and walk one of these red carpets one day. I've done a lot of cool things in my career, but that's my goal.
1: Don't you want one of the designers to just give it to you so you could just advertise there?
0: Obviously. (laughs) Yes, I'd be more than happy to do that, but that would I'm not an actress, so I'm sure that would never happen. But this weekend, this past weekend, Jim, at the Academy Awards, there was a lot more to talk about the next day at the water cooler than just the gowns and the glam.
1: Right. And what should have been the topic of discussion was the fact that this year the Academy Awards went to a very inclusive group of people. And they did. it is a shame that something else. Stole the thunder of that.
0: Well, and there were three women hosts of the Academy Awards for the first time ever. So that should have also been part of the conversation the next day. And the only thing anyone is talking about is Will Smith and Chris Rock.
1: Yeah. And it's a really contentious argument. And there are people on both sides of the argument. Absolutely people who think that Chris Rock was way out of line and people who think Will Smith was way out of line. I happen to think both of them were.
0: Well, okay. So let's tell our listeners, uh, for those who are living under a rock, I guess, uh, what happened at the Academy Awards, because they're watched all over the world, although I'm sure there's plenty of people with other things to do. But still, what happened was Chris Rock came on stage to present the award for Best Documentary. And while he was up there doing the little shtick, all the presenters do, there's usually something humorous, he said something to uh, Will Smith's wife or sort of directed at Will Smith's wife, actress Jada Pinkett Smith. He said, Jada, I'm really looking forward to seeing G.I. Jane 2, which was a clear reference to the fact that she had shaved her head not too long ago. The thing that Chris Rock... You have to
1: add that he said... Jada, I love you. That's I'm true. looking forward to the premiere of G.I. Jane
0: G.I. Jane too, right, which was obviously a, a, you know, a jibe about her bald head.
1: Because but- Demi Moore in G.I. Jane shaved her head and became, uh, you know, a Marine. Uh, right.
0: I, I think it was a Navy SEAL, but I might Navy be wrong Seal. about that. I she think was it was Navy SEALs.
1: Yeah, so that's part. She was, yeah, she was a Marine. She was becoming a Navy SEAL, right?
0: But anyway... Regardless, she was going through SEAL training and yes, shaved her head. But the difference is that Jada Pinkett Smith shaved her head because she's experiencing some hair loss because of a condition called alopecia. So it's not a cosmetic choice that she's making. It was a sort of a health choice that she was making. And while she's talked about it openly, you know, listen, I'm a girl, I'm very sensitive about my hair. I think every woman on the planet and most of the men are sensitive about their hair or lack of, or too much, or however it looks, everyone has their hang up about hair and You know, at first, when you're watching the recaps, you can see that Will Smith smiles and sort of chuckles. But then you can see in the same camera angle, Jada Pinkett Smith's face at the the joke. And she was stricken. It was really, it wasn't she was mad, she was stricken. She looks embarrassed, humiliated, and maybe angry, but certainly mostly just embarrassed. And then what happened next, Jim, is just shocking.
1: Well, before we even get there, I think we should look at what what really happened. Why did Chris Rock choose to basically make fun of Jada's hair, or lack thereof? What's interesting, though, and I learned this from talking to Lily Bernard, who's uh, an actress and an activist, who told me that way back in 2009, Chris Rock had hosted documentary called good hair and the focus of it was the fact that african-american women were treated unfairly if they wore their hair naturally and that flowing silky long hair like a european style hair is actually the optimal thing for beauty and so he he had to have been aware he's very smart He's a very bright well, guy. Well he's a smart
0: he's a smart man and I have to say Jim that I understand at least a little bit it's not, it's not quite the same clearly so don't send me hate about not not being the same but when I was younger my hair was really really curly like tight corkscrew curls and Mine too. back and back when I grew up, uh, it was the fashion to have fair faucet hair. So that hair was beautifully flipped back and like you say, smooth and flowy and silky. Well, I did not know how to do that with my hair. When I combed my hair out, it looked like Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana. I mean, it was almost a fro. It was so frizzy and big. Mine
1: was a fro, actually. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm very similar. And I'll never forget in the sixth grade, the little mean girls came up to me and started giggling and asked me if I put my finger in an electric socket. And that's why my hair looked like that. And I've never forgotten it. I'm a lot older than six. You know, grade now, and so I've never really forgotten that kind of meanness. So I do understand at least a little bit um, the the idea that you have hair that's different than what the sort of the accepted Cindy Norm Crawford supermodel kind of ideal beauty standard of hair. I mean, now my hair is not nearly as curly as it used to be, and I have flat irons and curling irons, and I use them incessantly to try to make my hair. Do what I feel like looks the best, but that's what's accepted, right? right. Smooth, bouncy, beautiful hair. So yeah, yeah women like and their hair, it's a it's a big thing.
1: Yeah. So I can, you know, relate to to an extent because I, you know, I lost my hair during chemo when I had a bone marrow transplant and it never really came back. And what came back, I mean it comes back, but it's straight. It's absolutely straight and it's thin and it's just. Not worth even growing. So, um, if somebody were to make fun of me, and it's happened a couple of times, people who didn't know that I had cancer or whatever have made fun of my bald head, and you know, but it does, it does hurt, you know. And I don't have, and you don't have anywhere near the history that oh gosh, Rita no, Peter Pinkett Smith has, no, and you know, and has to have has had to deal with for her whole life, so. You know, I understand that the Oscars, you know, a lot of times the jokes are at, you know, the expense of the celebrities and so on and so forth. But I don't but, think. But they
0: shaving should, someone for a physical or, attribute or trait yeah,
1: or a health condition. Yes, yeah. that's really. Well, it's, it's wrong and nice. very
0: it's I mean, it's at the height of bad manners. It's certainly not nice. Obviously, comedians aren't in the nice business. There's no question about that. Insults are, are typical. But, you know, um, do, recently, one of the Oscar hosts, Amy Schumer, very publicly has announced that she uh, got liposuction because she was uncomfortable with her body and she wanted it to look different. And so she went and had a procedure done. Was Chris Rock going to make fun of her? for how she looks in her dress. I mean, can you imagine there are a lot of actresses in Hollywood, um, not the vast majority of them, but there are actresses in Hollywood who have gone through very noted weight struggles like Oprah Winfrey. Would would Chris Rock really, would he have poked fun at Oprah for her weight? I mean, I don't think so. I just don't think there's any call for poking fun at people for physical attributes. And and I think that there's no question that it was rude and it was wrong, but what happened next was was also wrong
1: yes and and quite outrageous um and some people even thought might have been scripted because of how outrageous it was and what happened afterwards so will smith moments after chris rock had said this he comes up on stage as he's walking across stage toward chris rock chris rock puts his hands behind his back And like, whoa, what's this smirks a little
0: bit like he figures he's going to get a talking to.
1: Right. And and then, you know, Will Smith kind of straightens his uh, his tux and and goes right up to him and just swings, you know, full arm swing, slaps him in the face. And, you know, you can hear the sound of the smack. You can see Chris Rock's face and that he is completely and utterly stunned by it
0: well and and not not this is not pun intended obviously but he is rocked to the side i mean the slap was hard enough that it wasn't just his face that moved his whole body went to the side because will smith is significantly bigger than chris rock
1: yeah and so what happens is chris somehow retains his composure Will Smith turns around and walks back down and sits on, on in his chair in the front row or whatever. And and he then go, goes on to say, keep my wife's name out your mouth. And for some whatever reason, he, he repeats it louder. And Chris Rock said, I will. You know, like he was you could hear in his voice like I'm trying to host the Academy Awards. They gave me this honor and you have now completely thrown everything. And he says, wow, that was the greatest television ever. You know, uh, you know, yeah. he was trying to cover. He's also you kind of feel for him because I'm sure he's trying to sign sort of search for something to say. Uh, he's probably trying to find his place on the teleprompter while he's looking into the camera. There's also because it's
0: of live things. television I beaming know. into millions of households around the world.
1: And they've rehearsed and they know what they're supposed to say when, and it's all very tightly timed. And now he's completely thrown. And it's clear that when he gives out the next award, he's standing in the back and he's just like still stunned,
0: shell shocked.
1: Yeah. And yeah,
0: he's shocked that it happened. Yeah,
1: and apparently, what's going on now at this point is, or it may have been at the break. I don't know, but security or the or the academy, um, what are what are they called? Uh, the
0: board of governors.
1: Yeah, members of the academy asked Will Smith to leave, and he refused. Well,
0: actually, Jim, something has just came up come out today about that very thing because mm-hmm. yesterday we started hearing that because the academy was taking criticism for what happened in the immediate aftermath of this attack which is what it was and that they didn't do anything that they didn't remove him from the theater that, that, that nobody arrested him that he was allowed to sit there for another hour and then accept the best ask oscar academy for which he received a standing ovation by the way but what the Academy is saying today is that there was a that they that they asked him to leave. But we're hearing from Will Smith's camp that there was just a suggestion that he should leave. And so he was never directly asked to leave. That's one of the things that's going to probably come out of the review of the incident by the Academy. Yeah, well, I've also and read their normal April meeting. I've
1: also read that behind the scenes, Will's team was was, you know, basically in a heated argument with them, with the Academy Academy. members. Yeah. uh, About whether he should leave. leave. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure how they do it. I kind of believe that they know who's going to win when they open those sealed envelopes. I think he was
0: definitely favored to win for sure.
1: Well, either way, I mean, it creates such a, a, a weird thing. If they had kicked him out and then they announced uh, uh, Will Smith, I mean, it 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 would have seemed extremely Well, Jim, but let's not even talk about
0: what would have happened had they sent sheriff's deputies or FBI lots of, there were lots of law enforcement. This is a high profile event. Lots of law enforcement participates in these events. What if they had sent someone to pull him out of his seat and there'd been a struggle? You're talking about national television, then that would have been the story.
1: But I've also heard that that Denzel Washington and others got between Will and Chris because Will yeah. wanted to continue to go after him. I mean, and it looked
0: like Chris was trying to apologize, which I find very interesting. But, Jim, let's talk about the basic facts here. And this is a true crime podcast, after all.
1: Yes, I know. And this the is, slap
0: heard around the world is, is a, a crime. battery,
1: it's a battery, yeah. and a lot it's of a people. Crime confuse assault and battery. And a lot of people say assault and battery. What assault is, is the indication that you're going to hit somebody, but not hitting them, all right? It's putting
0: someone in fear of receiving an injury, or a in the physical, case of assault, a serious bodily injury, which I think Chris Rock, I, I think that charge actually might not apply. Most cases of battery do include an assault because the person being battered sees it coming. I don't think Chris Rock saw it coming. Like he did yeah. not know that Will Smith was going to take a crack at him. But I've looked up the definition in California. I want to read it to our listeners of what an actual battery is. And it's California Penal Code Section 242. Battery is defined as any willful and unlawful use of force or violence upon the person of another. It's very broad. You can throw something and hit someone. That is a battery. There's something called sexual battery, which is obviously a little bit different, but a battery is using force or violence upon another person um, that is offensive. That is an offensive sort of touching, which is where it comes from.
1: It's some kind of physical contact. And people have. People have have accused others of battery simply by putting a hand on on another That's person. That's right. Just
0: a simple by, offensive touch can be a battery. By trying to
1: to usher someone away, you know things like that. You can so, poke
0: someone in the chest, and under California law, it could be a battery. Now, generally, what happened at the Oscars Sunday night would be a misdemeanor in California: six months in jail, twelve months in jail at the most. There are some felony versions. I don't think they apply here, but definitely still a crime and so to me watching it i was just i was just stunned like almost everybody else in the whole world watching and i just kept thinking to myself literally he's just i mean assaulted we say assaulted but he's attacked someone committed a battery on someone on international television live and yet the Which literal literally... show just goes on right As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
1: It's crazy, and I think yeah. that is a testament to Will Smith's ability to compose himself and keep it going, but also The fact that, look, I mean, this was a huge deal for for Chris Rock. I mean, this wasn't, you know, some little tiny deal. This was very big. I mean, after all the uh, last couple of years of covid and and the Oscars having the worst ratings in the world, you know, that's an honor to be tagged as the guy, you know, to do it this time
0: To, to, to come out and present an important documentary film award. And the other thing about that, Jim, is if you compare. What happened, which was literally nothing happened to to Will Smith. What if one of the crowd, let's say you and I were there, Jim, you and I were attending the Oscars and you got mad at something Chris Rock said and you went running up on stage and slugged them. Uh, What would have happened to you? Would you have been allowed to go back to your seat? No way. You would have been tackled probably before you even made it back to your seat. And you definitely would have been thrown out of the theater. You would have been banned from there forever. And certainly law enforcement would have been called. Now, Chris Rock, uh, I don't know if this is to his credit or not, but Chris Rock refused to press charges. So deputies at the sheriff's department, LAPD have all said, If he wanted to press charges and he wants to file a police report, we will be happy to to take it and to investigate. But that's obviously not going to happen. Chris Rock doesn't want to do it. And I... Listen, I'm for prosecution. I think when people commit a crime, they should be prosecuted most of the time. But I also think there may be a little bit over criminalizing things where we need some prosecutorial discretion in cases maybe like this. Certainly not in the case of general violent crime, but this is more of a crime that could be addressed with a civil law. Because there was no injury. There was mostly embarrassment, maybe humiliation and shock. And that is a civil crime.
1: Right, but it also could a civil case. It also could have really hurt Chris's career. In fact, it did the opposite. In fact, what people are doing is buying out all his shows and $50 tickets. $50 tickets were going for, I think it was. $8,000.
0: Well, he's had to add another night here in Atlanta when he comes uh soon and he had a he had a gig in Boston was his first one last night it was standing room only sold out and it's just, so yes it hasn't thus far hurt his career but it is something for which he will be remembered. I mean, people have to remember in terms of media this is a huge story because you had an, a live assault on television. So one, you know, actor attacked another actor at the biggest night for actors in, in in the year in like 93 or something years of Oscar. Something like this has never happened. And so forever, Will Smith's name, Chris Rock's name, the Academy Award for Best Actor will be talked about right. in context of this. Next
1: year next year and maybe 5 years from now yeah. the person who gets the award is going to go like this or the person who gives out the award is going to go like this you know ducking behind the podium uh, using the oscar as a as a you know shield it's going to have its own effect you know its own life after this and it's unfortunate and what's going to happen to will smith well they've started disciplinary the academy the academy of motion picture arts and sciences has begun disciplinary proceedings against will smith and what does that mean it means that he could well they will they will make a decision in the next couple of weeks and they will give him an opportunity to be heard he'll ha- in writing. be able to re- write a response correct and you know basically They they do not their standards of conduct do not allow inappropriate physical contact, abusive or threatening behavior or compromising the integrity of the academy. And so did all those things. Yeah, well, it certainly is arguable. So he could face suspension, expulsion or other sanctions if the board chooses to take action at the next scheduled meeting on April 18th. So. This is something, you know, he's probably Will Smith is probably, you know, worried about this. Now, the question has arisen whether they would actually take the Academy Award away from Will Smith. And, you know, I think that's a viable question. However, I also know that Harvey Weinstein never had to give up his. So if they were to take it from Will, it would be duplicitous on their part. It would not. Yeah, I don't be- think.
0: Yeah, I don't think they will. Because I, I don't think the precedent is there for that.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: let's go back for a second, Jim, to the criminal law. You know, people, people for, you know, hundreds of years have talked about the reason for the criminal justice system. The reason for things like prison has three purposes. Rehabilitation, punishment for the offense itself. That is, you did something wrong, you pay a price. But the third role and goal of the criminal justice system is deterrence. So that if you get punished for what you've done wrong, the next guy might think twice about doing the same thing because he looks at your example and sees, oh, well, that person went to jail. I don't want to go to jail. Is there another
1: thing? Protection of the community?
0: Well, of course, but those are the three main goals that are listed when you talk about the goals of the criminal justice system. But of course, protection. But deterrent and punishment uh and rehabilitation are the main three. But you're right. Yeah, um, but I don't
1: think much rehabilitation. Incapacitation or yeah. like
0: you said, protection of the public. But so, the, so that's my question, really, for the system. While I've said a few minutes ago that I, that I think this is more suitable for a civil uh, issue, which I, I frankly doubt Chris Rock will file a civil suit either. On the other hand, I can make the other argument because deterrence is important. And why should someone, because of the circumstances, because it was Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Academy Awards, and because it was a result of an assault against his wife, Is that a good enough excuse? Does that mean he shouldn't get held accountable? When in courtrooms across this country today as we're taping, someone is pleading guilty or being sentenced for assault and or battery for something very similar, for striking someone, for punching someone, for knocking someone to the ground. These are violent actions for which people are supposed to pay a price. So, you know, if, if Will Smith doesn't pay a price because Chris Rock says he doesn't want to uh, file a report is that where we want to go i mean think about domestic violence cases in this country jim 30 years ago if a it was almost always a woman if a woman said i'm not going to press charges against my significant other for beating me the case was dropped and it was finally realized that 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 she wasn't really making a a voluntary choice when she said she didn't want to prosecute. That was all about domestic violence and the cycle of violence. And so it was accepted then that whether the battered person wants to prosecute or not, the cases will be prosecuted. Hopefully, So are we in the same situation here?
1: No, we're in a different situation because we have high definition. Well, video evidence from several camera angles and probably multiple cell phones, all to prove what actually happened. So in this case, they absolutely could, absolutely could prove that case beyond a reasonable doubt with or without Chris Rock testifying.
0: And so why aren't they going to? If something similar happened on a corner in Atlanta and you had a traffic cam where a guy gets out of his car, yanks his girlfriend out of the car slaps her so hard upside the head that she falls to the ground um and it's caught on camera are are police going to go to are they going to respond they are they're going to respond they're not going to wait for a nine one one call if they know it's happening so why didn't police respond to this when we know they were there
1: environment right because yeah. it's a protected environment because he's in the elite because he's you know he makes 20 million plus per movie, you know, all that stuff. He's the one that's probably going to suffer the most. His company, his movies, his, his projects are going to be the ones that, that you know he's going to be a pariah for a while, and who knows? I don't know. Going to I be- don't know,
0: Jim. It seems to me there's an awful lot of people standing on his side today and this week. It's been kind of surprising. It's almost like the people you expect to stand against him are 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 standing for him, and the people you might expect to take up for him are doing the opposite. I can't put it. I can't place anybody. They're Hollywood itself well, and media figures are all over the it's map.
1: Become he, because people bought into his excuse. When he said I was doing it to protect my family. The problem is people who do things like that. And, you know, there's recent examples with Kanye where Kanye said, I will I will stop at nothing to protect my family. But what he means by that is he's going to not let his ex-wife go, that he's not going to relinquish the marriage. The connection, and he's going to continue to call out and threaten the guy that his ex-wife is seeing. So that's that's a distortion of the truth. So it's a really dangerous thing to support when somebody does something like that. And and Will Smith, you know, though he, you know, wanted to try to couch it in actor terms that, hey, the role I played in this movie was very protective of of his family. And that's why I did what I did. You'll do crazy things for love. Well, it just seems to me like it's a cover for his inability to control himself. I don't know if you remember, but years ago, um, Will Smith was, you know, greeting a crowd coming out of somewhere. Maybe it was a premiere. I don't know what it was. And some guy tried to grab him and kiss him on the lips. And he did the same thing. He smacked the guy in the face. Yeah. And that may be his reaction. And, you know, his Will Smith's story about seeing his mother being beaten by his father when and he was a horrible. kid yeah. and feeling so guilty that he didn't step in, you know, all that stuff, you know, that's terrible. And that can be scarring and that can color how you react when you're an adult. But you also are supposed to be a professional. You know this. You knew this was on camera. You made the choice. Every step he took was a deliberate yeah. step right. towards doing this. It was very it, 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 it had to be premeditated from the moment he got up because there was no reason as he proved. He could yell and scream and be heard by yeah from Chris his Rock. seat.
0: That's right from his
1: seat. If all he wanted to do was exchange words, well, that would have been where. Well, he an, would an hour
0: later, Jim, when he accepted the award, he apologized to the Academy and not to Chris Rock. And to me, that was a significant moment. That was because an was opportunity where yes, where a cooler head could have prevailed, and he still didn't have one. And my concern is, you should never. There literally is never a circumstance in which violence is justifiable because of words. It just isn't. No matter how bad the words, you don't respond with violence because violence is criminal. Well, words are not.
1: No, there are. There are some words. If if you have a stick in your hand and say, I'm going to beat your brains in and kill well, you. Well, that's not.
0: Well, that's I, I not just words. That's I know, a threat.
1: But, well, even I know that's what I'm saying. Threats are words, so you can. There are words that do incite violence Wait, when but, the words or, are, are when the words
0: are a threat. Yes. yes but I mean, Just absolutely. words are not enough to justify violence, and that's what I happened agree. here.
1: Yeah, I know, and that it. You know, an insult is not. Is not enough. Those are not. Well, especially
0: at an event where, you know, you're going to get insulted. That is what Hollywood is known for. Wanda Sykes was one of the co-hosts and Amy Schumer. Both of them are comedians. Both of them are very sarcastic. And it was very likely a lot of people in the crowd were expecting to get insulted that night. It was the kind of the roast is sort of part of the fun or it's supposed to be. But You know, I I worry about the culture because you have people all the time on both sides of the political aisle calling for someone to be attacked. You know, you have prominent women on the right. People were calling for them to be sexually assaulted because people disagreed with their words. You have people on the right calling for people on the left to be assaulted. I mean, it's insane that we've gotten to the point where people think it is okay to call for others to be harmed in any way. There is no excuse for that. No. No matter how much you dislike the person, how distasteful they are, you don't call for violence. And my concern in Will Smith not being held criminally accountable for this is that it just feeds into that it's okay. It's okay to respond to words with violence.
1: Right. Well, clearly it isn't unless somebody is threatening you. There's times when you need to protect yourself physically or protect others. That is something else. But his his calling this protecting his family um, is outrageous. It's outrageous because he had the opportunity to literally step up and say, Chris, you should be ashamed of yourself yes. for making fun of my wife and her health condition. You should yeah. be ashamed of yourself. And yes. had he done that, everybody would have been would on have his stood side. and cheered. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's and he could have said, it's time we stop making fun of people because of their appearance or because something they're going through. Why can't we have smarter comedy? all of that would have just changed everything and it would have been supported and it would have been supportive of his wife and it would have been a very humane gesture and it could yes, have he started- could have stood up for his right.
0: wife without violence right and
1: it could have been like something that everybody could hold up and say wow it's so amazing that he then went on to win and that just puts an exclamation point on what he said and hopefully from now on oscars will be different but that's not what happened and that's That's not what happened
0: It is a shame, and we're going to follow this, everybody, really closely to see what happens next month at the Board of Governors meeting and whether the police department sort of reconsiders their hands-off kind of policy because of all the um, things that we've talked about, especially to do with deterrence and just right and wrong. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, and we'll let you guys know.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for listening and watching, and of course... Until next time, this is Best Case, Worst Case, signing off. Best Case, Worst Case is an XG production. Produced by Francie Hakes, Josh Murphy, and Jim Clemente at Empire Studios LA. Engineered and edited by Matt Gergel. Music composed and performed by Simba Sumba, and hosted by Wondery.
0: You can listen to Best Case, Worst Case on your favorite listening app. We are on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: If you want to do something about child sexual abuse, Darkness Delight can help. Did you know that more than 90% of the time children are sexually abused by someone they know?
0: Jim, this isn't about stranger danger. It's about learning the true risks. Darkness to Lights training can help prevent, recognize and react to child sexual abuse in your community.
1: When you make the decision to get involved, kids can be protected. It starts with you.
0: Visit www.d2l.org to take the training and learn more.
1: That's d the number 2 l.org.